Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Farm to the show, Paul Giannis, Chris Dickerson. How are we doing? Uh, you know what? We're doing great. Um, if you can see here, old Christopher's looking shade darker. Yeah. You know, we had a day at the water park today. Uh, it's pretty. Uh, it's pretty fantastic. Um, hey, quick question about water parks. How, sanitary. How, how how sanitary are they? Not great. Not great, Paul. I'm going to tell you that that much. Uh, I had a conversation in line with the lady. She wanted to know if this other famous water park here in California was open. I'm like, I'm pretty sure they shut down due to sanitary reasons. Yeah. The fact that they're often just one big, you know, one big toilet. Try. Yeah. My daughter okay. doesn't quite get it. She's like, yeah, let's go in the wave pool. I was like, no, let's not. Or, or you're like, or you're, you're on your own. You're on your own in the wave pool. Yeah, you're on your own. And it was like a full pickup. Check to see if you have any open wounds anywhere. I'm like, okay, you're safe to go. Because, woof. Yeah, oof is right. Don't sleep on those, uh, at the, the, like the inner tubes type deal. Those, those yeah. things are clean. Like they clean those frequently. I would, and- I would hope so. Here's, here's my deal. I haven't been to a water park in recent history. Probably going to keep that street going. How about going into the the um, the bathroom area barefoot? Why, how do people do that? I don't understand. I don't know. You'd have to carry. <laughs> you'd have to carry me. <laughs> it's gross. <clears throat> you'd have to carry me. The fortunate thing about it is that um, because it's hot, people are super hot. People are more inclined to wear sandals everywhere so if you do need a bathroom break break you're guaranteed you're popping on your sandals and and going to the bathroom to do your thing but otherwise that the rules apply for water parks and public bathrooms at the beach it's like no you no absolutely not yeah it's a uh, it's a bold move chris bold move it's a bold move cotton yeah yeah um hey what's going on in mlb what's going on baseball Uh, and Okay, Rocky. I like it. <laughs> Jose Ramirez coming in as the underdog versus Tim Anderson in tonight's feature very, main event. Very subtle. The Cleveland Guardians taking on the Chicago White Sox. We're going to throw down. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I, first of all, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Second of all, Guardians versus White Sox, not in first place, not what we're talking about. Not what Entire we're talking division. about. Yeah, hey, not doing great. Hey, good luck getting on uh, social media right now and not getting some rendition of of, of this uh, one-two fracas last night. Get, get, give me your opinion. I want to hear what you got on this because I assume you have some colorful intake. Listen, I, I fights in, in general, there's a huge dynamic there. It, there's there's complexity. There's layers on layers on layers on layers. But it is important to note that Tim Anderson has as many fights in 2023 as he does home runs. Um, and I think that's just frustration. I just know there's just that's, some, some just just for clarity. It, you're talking the numbers one, right? One. Okay. One flight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. First fight, first homer. Um, you know, Ho- Hosey, he's, I mean, he's not, he's not that guy, I think. But if you, you know, you poke the bear a little bit, 
he's going to come after you, you know, just here's, I have a question because obviously I've seen, I've seen this, uh, you know, the, the update or whatever, is there a background? What do we got on the background? Obviously these two guys don't love each other. That that's, it goes without saying, but help me out. Do you have, do you have some insight on the background? I don't have any insight on that. I think that's the, that's the biggest question. There's no insight and it's hard to imagine that there is because that's, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that later is that over time when you have these types of incidents that that is the type of stuff that builds up to these types of events, but usually being hitters and pitchers where there's some jawing, there's some chit chatter going, but for two position players to go at it, like that's, that's bizarre. I mean, either there could have been a point where there was turning a double play, which, you know, Hosey might've come in hot one time to Mm -hmm. Tim at short or vice, vice versa, maybe coming in a third, but those two, position players like they very rarely would interact unless it was a double play so other than that outside of that they've never crossed paths they've never been teammates they never come in the minor leagues um unless you know there was like some k and they play different positions so there's no like all-star beef where they're just talking mess about one another for 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 getting a spot on the team so i have no i have no idea they're not ex-teammates so there's no bad blood from from the history um but I do think, you know, this isn't the first time Tim's been on the on the hot seat. You know, he had the deal with Kansas City a couple years ago where he did the, you know, the, the, the bat flip and that kind of ruffled some feathers a little bit. Um, so I think he's just kind of like one of those guys. He may rub some people the wrong way. So here's what I got. So I did I did read some comments. Um, Jose Ramirez did very clearly state that he feels like Tim disrespects the game. To, to, to what extent, it's hard to say. The way he plays, some of the things that he – the way he goes about his business, whatever the case might be. I don't know either one of these guys personally, okay? It, it, it's evident that, you know, Tim is a very vocal guy. He, you know, he, he, he is not scared to, you know, post something on Twitter and social media, whatever the case might be. He's not scared to, you know, state his opinion, if you will. I don't know if he's a great guy in the clubhouse. I don't know if he's a, if his teammates like him. I don't know. I know Jose Ramirez doesn't like him. I know that after last night, Jose Ramirez's agent posted a picture with boxing gloves on, on social media, which if we're being honest, is pretty funny. Um, that being said, hard to say what the background is. The play that actually occurred was seemingly not that big a deal. Not at all. Now, was there some verbal interaction during the play? Maybe. I don't know. But but what actually transpired, slide in the second, no hard, no, no visible, like hard tag, didn't get punched in the face with the tag, nothing like that. I, I think we're dealing with two guys that don't like each other. That's okay. You know, I, guys got plenty of friends. You don't need any more friends. Okay. But here's my question, and I think it's a fair question. If you drop your glove – and you put your fist up, there's a chance the other guy might touch you. He might touch you. And you're you're making it very clear about what's to happen. And that's and especially like it's gonna turn up, it's gonna turn up the heat. If you just drop, if you just drop, I mean that's it's it's hockey protocol. That's right. Once the gloves go down, fist to cuffs will ensue. I I will which Tim Tim took a bizarre southpaw stance. Yeah, so yeah, and it was yeah. You can tell he's never fought before, and if you've ever been in a a scruffle McBruffle with 
with some, you know, at the lower levels with some some Dominicans coming in from the from from the bullpen, you know, you got to like you got to kind of go ears up because you never know where stuff's going to yeah. be coming from. Um, but yeah, Southpaw comes up Southpaw stance and then he goes right hook, which is also very unorthodox. And then my my favorite part about the whole thing, it's not even the it's not. It's not the drop of gloves. It's not the. It's not that. It's not him getting put to sleep. It's the umpire. Yeah. My favorite part of all of it is the umpire. And I don't know. I have to look again. But I know he stepped back. I was just. I got too fascinated with the with the actual the slow mo of, of Tim getting slept. But I don't know. I, I think it might have been Allen. And when Allen saw them go, Allen went full NHL and said. No, yeah, he was. Um, you guys got it from here. <laughs> he, he 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 did the appropriate thing initially. Hey, I'm gonna. Hey, guys, relax. What's going on? And then he's like, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, I'm like, out. I'm not gonna be the umpire that got caught with a right hook. You know. And you know, it's 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 tough tough there. I just know that you know the some. I wouldn't say like a leak, but I know that there are some some bad juju in that clubhouse. I don't think that there's, and I, I could be wrong, but I think when last year when Tim was announced um, on the All Star team, and I, I think this is part of just the overall just mess that is the Chicago White Sox, but it was not welcomely, it was not warmly received. Um, right. I think three quarters of the guy attended the actual announcement, and then once it was made, it was kind of just like, all right, cool. But there was no congratulatory response. There wasn't the typical like we saw in Colorado for a guy who really is beloved on the team um, to get that call. But, you know, hey, let's bring it up. You know, we've got a special announcement. Just want you to know we got two all-stars going up. You know, I think it was Brian McCann and um, we got Brian McCann and, and Tim Anderson. And, everybody, and there's video There's video of it. And it's just kind of like, no, all right, Brian cool. McCann. All right, Brian. Brian oh. McCann. Brian McCann quit a couple years ago. It's not Brian McCann. Oh, the other James, McCann. James. James. McCann. James also, McCann. Also, hey, by the way, Tim could have used James there because James is a big dude. By the way, yes, he's he's a stout. Uh, yeah. He's he's a stout human being. So here, here's 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 my I, I, some input, I guess, or whatever. Because in this in this current landscape. We have a lot of like, I will give these, both of these guys credit to a certain degree, a different perspective. I'm not condoning fighting. That's not what I'm doing. But in this day and age where there is a lot of barking to the fence, there's a lot of, you know, I'm going to yell at you, but I'm not going to actually do anything. Give these guys credit because regardless of what transpired, obviously, you know, if you pull up Instagram or Twitter, Tim came out on the short end of this deal, but you got to respect a little bit from, the, the standpoint of like, Hey, you know what? Let's figure it out. Let's how big a boy are you? Like, let, let, no, let, let, let's roll around lo- a little bit. I love I, it. I, I mean, I love it. Like you said, again, second, second notice says directly into the mic. We don't condone fighting. Yeah. I'm but not, 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 not what I'm about. Just, not what I'm about. Sometimes you just got to let those hands fly because I'm not a big fan of the whole thing and letting the catcher get to me, pull me back. Um, the, the yacht, the famous Yasiel Puig move, the chest bump and the thing like, Oh, hold me back, bro. Hold me back. No, we're going to do it. I'm going to do it. Let them things fly and see who, see who comes out. Um, 
that's what I always loved about old school baseball too, because they were just not afraid to get out there and Here's, and and have a uh, melee. Kyle's farm, Kyle Farnsworth ooh. style. Kyle Farnsworth, was that Paul Smith? Yeah, who is it with the Reds? Most dangerous. Kyle Farnsworth, most da- dangerous man in baseball. Probably still would be if he. I mean, I think he still qualifies if he's still eligible. Yeah, that one. Uh, if you're not, if you're not, if you're not familiar with the graph, the graph that everybody's talking, about, the f around <laughs> and find out graph. The the Paul that was that was a probably on the seven a seven if we're talking about a linear uh, vector here. That was a seven because Here's everybody knows that Kyle Farnsworth was yeah. a black belt. He was like a fourth uh, degree. Yeah, fourth degree black belt. So that is a major. Like you know what you're getting into, and you have one, two, three to the to the ten here on the find out schedule, and then you got the ten on the f around. That was that's the uh, that was about a seven and a half to eight when you know you're getting into some some madness. You got to watch the language here, but that's the uh, wish of mm, wood. You know, Mm -hmm. yeah, hundred percent. And there have been there have been a couple cases um, with that, but. Um, you know, moving on to that, the, the dynamic there is what I went, what we went back to. We don't know the history. We don't know how exactly how Tim is re- received or perceived sure. in the clubhouse. Sure. Posey's been there for, Posey was a rookie when I was there. It's 2000. God, I'm old. Almost Whoa. 10 years. So Hosey's almost, Hosey's coming up on 10 years now. Yeah. And, and you do have to give him credit. First of all, here's the other thing that we're, we, we haven't highlighted here where you, saying the names, but dude, you're talking about two all-stars. Tim, Tim was on the USA team for the WBC, right? Like Hosey's obviously a, a perennial all-star, arguably like based on his wars, one of the best players in the game right now. I mean, it's, that's the other thing that gets me with this is you appreciate that. I, part of me wishes the teams were good, but you know, like it's still, it's an interdivision rival. It's people that don't like each other. I think there's, there's an element of this that from a fan standpoint, you kind of just got to appreciate like you got guys that are making a bunch of money that are really good at what they do the and fr- franchise they're the franchise players yeah. essentially yeah, those are the guys yeah team usa on one side and you got yeah like you said not just a perennial all-star you a perennial mvp candidate yeah i think people have slept on hosey for for so long you know but when it comes down to it like every year he's like working fourth and fifth in AL MVP, and I know yeah. he was he's he's he started to slide into the conversation um, earlier, but he's been on a tear of lately. But it's not it's not uh, too common that you get to see uh, two all stars uh, go at it. So again, I'm, I'm you know, right. it's, it ha- it happens. But the thing about that is, is that you get put into a weird spot, whether you're down with it or not. But having to defend a guy, and this has happened a number of times, and you can attest to this. We saw it with Manny when Manny was going through this period. We were just kind of like wiling out. 2014, you know, lets the bat go down, and basically tries to throw the bat at the guy. Uh, the whole Josh Donaldson thing with like the hard tag, he gets knocked over. He's throwing the helmet. Yeah. It's at the end of the day, like that that resonates throughout the clubhouse. And so whether you really agree with that or you get down, you get down with that dude, you have to kind of like show up and get out. You come out of the bullpen, you do a little scuffle. And at the end of the day, like we've seen it, we've both seen it. Like there's not, it's not like, all right, I'm going to come out. You are being put into danger essentially, whether, whether it, it pops off 
well, it goes full I, chaotic. I think it's a great point. I, and I'm glad you brought it up because like in that situation, I mean, obviously we've been fortunate enough to be in this situation in the pro clubhouse and a pro locker room, whatever you want to say, but like, yeah, Hey, it's your obligation to be out on the field. Now, that being said, in most of the cir- those circumstances, you got like two, three, maybe four guys that are actually mad, right? Everybody else is kind of just like on cruise control for the most part, outside of like some some unique melee situations, which have which have hap- happened over the course of time. But most of the time, you got a couple guys that are really pissed off, and outside of that, everybody else is like, "Hey, man, let's let these guys do their thing. Let's try to make sure nobody gets hit in the back of the head." And here we go. We'll figure it out kind of deal. Everybody take their fine. You know, here we go. But, you know, this situation I think was kind of the same. I don't think everybody was really that mad. Everybody's obligated to go on the field. You dang sure better go on the field. Right. Don't get caught in the locker room when, 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 when a brawl's going on. I mean, yeah, that's you're, getting fine. you're getting fine regardless. That's you're getting fine if you don't leave the clubhouse by your own team. And you're getting fined for the league once you step onto the field. And you're probably getting super fine if you're going to get caught being in the clubhouse. So, okay, before we – let's finish this up because what I want to say is I want to get your – let's talk about what we think might transpire, what might unfold here for the rest of the year. We need to look up. I don't even know. Being in their interdivision rivals, they're going to play each other again, right? But um, And we need to talk about a couple of the best brawls that maybe we've been a part of or whatever the case is. But also, here's what I thought about. Like, when we talk about old-school baseball, and I can't remember the guy's name. I don't remember what was going on. All I remember, there's this instance where the pitcher – Loses one up and in. This is, I'm talking about like in the 70s. Okay. This is a long time ago. The next pitch, the guy drag bunts. Okay. As he, he drag bunts down the first baseline, as the pitcher's coming to field the ball, he beelines into the field to play and spears him like Ray Lewis like. Okay. Yes. So we need to talk about some of those instances, but tell me what, what, what's next? I mean, I know Tim Anderson has said some stuff on Twitter, deleted some stuff on Twitter. What, what, what transpires now moving forward between these two guys, these two teams, if anything, or is it like, Hey, you know what? We don't like each other. We got into it, squash it. Let's go play. Yeah. I think that's what's going to happen. But like you said, it's a division, right? So they're going to meet again. I think it's going to, I think it's going to continue because Hosey, he's going to be on base a whole lot. I'm going to tell you that he's going to be at second base. And I don't, feel like Tim is the guy who's just going to squash it. I feel like this is something that's going to continue. Um, yeah. I'm particularly interested to see Hosey smoke a double and then get to second base and see how that transpires. I don't right. think they're going to go at it, but I think there's going to be some chirping. You know, Hosey's going to be doing the, the thing, one of these. So, you know, they're going to take their suspension. They're going to take their big fine right now, but I think it's something that's going to kind of boil over. But again, it's just between the two. And I think the rest of the team, if who's what I think is far removed from that is it's tough to be in that spot. Um, It's tough to be in that spot to continue to have to back something. It's like, if you guys have this going on, like there's no, there's no reason for us coming in and putting ourselves on the line um, for whatever, you know, BS beef that you guys got. But I don't think it's, it's not ending. It's not ending at all. Right. GV artwork in Cleveland is already printing out t-shirts. They're <laughs> going to go to Cleveland. This went down in Chicago. Um, and That's they're going to come, ha- they're going to come back to Cleveland and GV artwork. If you don't know, it's, they have a, they're a, uh, a t-shirt manufacturer artist, uh, two brothers out of Cleveland that do unbelievable team gear, 
that's super hyper local to to Cleveland we to, sports. We need to send them a note see if we can't get a T-shirt because it it's already like made. It's, it's already yeah, it's already made. Yeah, they, it's very they posted, entrepreneurial. They posted it. He them. said, "I've been scrolling through Twitter for the last three hours, trying to keep my emotions in check." Because of the recipe, there's there's never been a bigger request for a T-shirt in the Come history on. of GVR. And there, I'm talking. They've done, you know, LeBron James, you know, Cleveland. You know, right. this is a city like iconic Cleveland shirts. And they said they've never had more requests. And so they dropped it. And you have Hosey with the bot with the with the boxing gloves on, and Tim on the ground with the little birdies going on around his head. And so the t-shirts are already done being printed. So believe when they show up, Cleveland fans are going to show up and they're going to have these shirts and it's going to be, it's going to be tense to yeah, say the it, least. Well, it's, it's unfortunate because there's nowhere to hide. And I, I think nowhere. it's safe to, safe to assume Tim's got a, a decent sized ego, right? And so this is the kind of thing that even if they wanted it to go away, it's going to be hard for it to go away because people are going to continue to <laughs> put it at the forefront i.e. the t-shirts yeah this ain't going away um july 2010 yeah a couple days after your boy dicky gets traded mm -hmm. brandon phillips makes some outlandish is, comments on one air of, one of the best on air after the game about yeah. his hate for st louis and he just came out and said it and i think it was looking back at it i think for you, especially being in the locker room, it was a type of situation. It was yeah. a, it was a cringe situation. If you were, uh, like are you you're are you not familiar? speaking. Are you familiar with the Homer Simpson meme, where he's like, mm -hmm. oh, where he goes into the bush, retreating into the bushes? That, yes, I'm very about, familiar. That's about right. That's about what that felt like. And so here we go. I'm just going to put this. It's a Okay. Down okay. goes Anderson yeah. on the ground. So yeah, this ain't yeah, this ain't dying. But if you do go to uh, GV Artworks uh, Instagram, go check it out. Two thousand. So yeah, the Homer Simpson. I imagine the entire team like, oh, boy. so like when, I'm not I'm not down with this. Like you can't just say this. I hate. He said I hate St. Louis. Like I have no respect for them. I mean, it's it was like a WWE comment, right? Paul? Yeah. He he he. He called. He had a word that he used. He called them a bunch. The Cardinals are a bunch of bleep, right? And mm. apparently, they saw the paper. I guess. I guess they read. You know, they they saw the the headline. He goes up. You know, we opening game or whatever. He goes up to tap Yachty's shin guard to in the first about of the game. Like, which so was let me very, tell. Yeah. So let me tell my, my, my side of it, because this was made, the comment was made right after I got traded. And I just so happened, I think it was one of my last days in Cincinnati Okay. before I headed out to Milwaukee and I get to the ballpark uh, the next day. Um, and we're on hour difference. So Milwaukee's, you know, sure. an sure. hour behind. So I, yeah. so we're six o'clock. We're just getting done with BP. You guys Speak. were on the field first, Speak. first inning. Speaking of time zones, not to interrupt you, but if we're talking about time zones, we have an issue with time zones because we're not in the same one. So from time to time, farm to the show is hard to get on time. That being said, go ahead. In the clubhouse in Milwaukee. Thank you for the club. <laughs> thank you for the clarification. So we got Central Time and we got Eastern Time. Paul is in Eastern Time, and I'm in Milwaukee on Central. And 
so we're just getting done with BP about to eat our pregame meal. And I'm like, Hey, listen, y'all might want to watch this first inning. And so I had the entire clubhouse watching the first AB right. of what was going to happen. Cause I knew something was going to pop off because there's no way Yachty was going to take that. And like you said, Brandon comes up, he does his thing, bottom of his bat, shin guards, umpire. And yeah, that was a big no, no. So I got, I got, I got the entire organization and, and, and staff watching the TV. Paul, I'll let you go with what ensues after the tap. So a couple of things. So first of all, I'm on deck when that happened. I was sitting second oh. that night. Yeah. Oh. So that happens. Yachty and him start going at each other. Yachty and Brandon jawing at each other. What do you do? You run out there, right? And we're like, okay, here we go. Me and Homer Simpson running out to the plate, trying to figure out what we're going to do. I'm standing there. Here comes our dugout. Here comes their dugout. I look over my shoulder and I see the whole Cardinals dugout coming. And in my head, I'm like, let's be honest. Like, they're not mad at me, right? Like, surely nobody's going to hit me in the back of the head. Um, that being said, everybody gets together. And I vividly remember there's a couple of things, right? So Dusty and Tony LaRusso didn't like each other. So they're yelling at each other. Obviously, Yachty and Brandon are going to each other by this point. This was not one of those situations where, like, nothing happened. There's, like, three altercations going on. This is the – Johnny Cueto, who, by the way, is pitching in that game, starting that game, is pinned up against the, the net behind home plate. He manages to kick Jason LaRue in the head. Jason LaRue, who's a, still a friend of mine, lives in Texas, whatever, gets a concussion, which ultimately ended his career. Not a concussion. He got hit with the cleat. He got yeah, super, hit with the cleat in the face. Super, so there's, bl there's blood going. There's blood yeah, going. Super unfortunate. You got who we've talked about before, HOF, Scott Rowland, one, who played on for Carpenter. The, well, what played for the Cardinals, right? Like there, he's got a lot of close friends there, super tight with Larusa. Him and Chris Carpenter, they like family vacation together. This is actually a life lesson for me at the time. And still relatively, it's my third year in the big leagues, I think. Scott Rowland's got Carpenter double fisted, like jersey in hand. Like, hey, man, this is not okay. And I'm like, dude, dude these guys, I mean, he's like really mad at him. Anyway, but so that was the, the probably the craziest situation i'd ever been in because you got you did have multiple situations where people were like actually and you got johnny other. and then oh, you got johnny you dude, got johnny John. coming in from left johnny coming off the bench hot john hot, gomes and hot and, and skips and skip skip i believe came in yeah. or no, no I think for I, sure no yeah skip coming in i'm thinking about reed johnson uh coming mm -hmm. flying in but that was that was another fight but but the the, the point being is this is a dynamic that you're talking about when you get into these things where you're putting, where you don't know what's going to happen. And you're yeah. basically putting the entire team in danger with this, because that was one of the, that was one of the worst. Like if you're going to look up all time well, baseball brawls, like that's one. And, and we're, we're making, or I am, I'm making light of the situation that, because generally speaking, not everybody was in the mix, but in that, in that instance, there was a lot of people in the mix. Like anything can happen. Like you're, you're, you're one Johnny Gomes right hook away from like night night. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it could get, it could get goofy in a hurry. Right. hundred percent. And Brendan Ryan was in that scuffle too. And Brendan, I went to high school with Brendan, not a fighter, but being the peacemaker, the peacemaker is probably the worst place to be in sometimes where you're trying to hold back multiple people. We saw it in the world baseball class, just even something like a celebration, you right. can blow out your knee, tear, you know, five, you know, five ligaments and that you're, that's it. Um, so 
when you get that, especially in that, in that where everybody was against the net, like that was one of the worst. And basically when you're trapped up, John or uh, Cueto, Johnny, just up there, just being up against the net, just trying to claw his way out. That's the worst thing you want. And I think that is ultimately the worst part of that dynamic is when you create this, you create this thing. And like at the end of the day, it's like, Brandon, why? Like, why? What did you expect? Why, what did you expect to happen? And that is where you get that clubhouse juju where you're taking, you're, you're taking the franchise player and he's putting, you know, he's yeah. putting the BS on that in, and, and yeah. it's not just him. It's the, the it's the whole team. Hey, yeah. what did you think about this? What did you coming in? You know, Paul, what did you think of your, you're hitting on deck. Did you see this coming? Blah, blah, blah. And it's just a melee of questions and, and, and just draw just drama for for oh for a yeah. whole week yeah well th- i mean that, that's a good story that's a good it, it, at the end of the day there's a lot of accountability associated with what you say and what you do right and if if you're gonna you know s- say something you know that pronounced you got to be okay with what ensues just like these guys this was the heat of the moment thing this was like i said i don't know what the background is whatever but this is like a Something was going on, but in the heat of the moment, you throw your glove down, you put your hands up. Something's going to happen, man. Something's got to give. So it, I, I think it's, you know, no, no, no publicity is bad publicity. So like in some ways it's probably a good thing. Cause it's, there's, there's all this, you know, attention towards it or whatever. But again, not to say that we're condoning, like we need more of this or anything of that nature. Like to your point earlier, the, the hockey analogy, I think is a good one. Like, and that's, in that realm, it's like it, it is promoted. It's like, hey, you know what? You don't like each other, figure it out, kind of thing. Figure it out. And it's also a morale booster because you're, you know, in the NHL, it's like, all right, we're going to do this and whatever happens. But that, that in itself is like, you're probably protecting a player, protecting the, the, the team and sure. the yeah. other no, star that's... player. And that is looked at, that is a morale booster. It's like, hey, you go to town. You know, they get the sticks out, they yeah. click them on the there's, boards. and There's some like, different hey, team you know, dynamics, and that's where you're absolutely different. right. There's some enforcers like that. That's a that's part of that game. You're absolutely right. Absolutely right. Yeah, and those two don't strike me as enforcer. I think that's just bad blood, blood and beef. And, yeah. you know, for the ones that ain't about that life, they're just – they want no part of it. And I, I, that's, I just, that's who it affects the most. Yeah, no doubt. Everybody, you know – everybody's associated with their decision, whether they like it or not on both of those teams, right? Anything can happen to anybody, but I don't know what, what's going through my head when I'm watching that is even still, cause like I said, it's not like a playoff race per se. I mean, the guardians are in second place in the central, but I mean, they're 54 and 58, like they're four games under 500. So it's not quite the same, but I do appreciate, I mean, for me, like I appreciate guys playing hard enough, caring enough, even if it is just, by not liking each other, you know, like we're talking about, but the, the macro view by virtue of them not liking each other, the teams don't like each other in some way. So like at the heart of the, you know, the element of competition, a part of me kind of likes that, but like, I mean, do, do we need people fisticuffs on second base? You know, I don't want to promote that too much, but you know, nevertheless, it's Hosey versus Tim. Tim's catching the short end of the social media stick right now, so to speak. Oof. And it is, slept. It, it's unfortunate, but hey, man. It's, it's a sl- he got slept. He got slept, and nobody's nobody's got slept put to the ground since Joey Bats. Yeah. And if you don't yeah. know, you go look up Ruff, Roof Net Odor 
And uh, that's what happens. You get out there and you catch that right hand square to the jaw, go down, get started a little bit. But that's, you know, that's another another case. And that was genuine bad blood. So that's, you know, one of those scenarios, Texas versus Toronto. The year before with the walk off, the Joey Bats, the home run, nobody was playing that crap. You know, Kevin Pillar, Donaldson coming in that that's true. Bad, bad blood melee. Right. Um, and that that I can that I can get down with too because I think there is just uh, I think there's some pent up pent up anger there. Well, in that in that situation though, there's pent up you know there's disres- perceived disrespect perceived disrespect. Right. And, and look at the end of the day, like if that's the way one guy or a team feels, you feel disrespected. You know, the nature of the game is you, you know you 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 handle your business right. It's been that way for a really long time. It's not promoted now, and they try to, they, you know, it's not as, as frequent, but, you know, you're still subject to somebody getting getting upset and taking matters in their, into their own hands. Indeed. But, hey. Fist of cuffs. Fist of cuffs. And, and I appreciate it. We need to, let's do, let's do the exit to the Rocky music. Give me some, give me some Eye of the Tiger, whatever that was. Bringing it back. There you go. Hey, good Bring show, back. Good sh- yes. Yes. What? You want to tag me too hard? You want to tag me too hard? Time up. Alan. Hey. How'd you make? <laughs> hey. hey, this is Chris Dickerson, Paul Yanish, Team USA, Captain America, Paul Yanish. Yeah. And this, the has show. Been, this has been the Fight Club show. And the first rule of Fight Club. Whatever happens in Fight Club. about Fight Club. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Dickie, keep it real. Always do. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.